What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle. On today's episode, we are joined by Greta Teitelman. Uh, you may remember she came in for an episode with Matt Rogers earlier. Greta has never seen The West Wing. So we talk a lot about Aaron Sorkin. Uh, we read her script as fast as possible to be Sorkinian. I hate that I said that. It's very funny. It's uh, Greta has never seen West Wing. And if you like Greta, she has a podcast called The Worst, where she has intimate conversations with hilarious guests about the worst moments of their lives. That's The Worst with Greta Teitelman. And this episode, she's never seen West Wing. And I actually wrote a script for Newsroom, if it came back. It's so fun. We're joined by Kenny DeForest, who just did Dallas. It's going to be so fun. Thank you guys for listening. And if you like the show and you want some more of the show, uh, if you like videos and stuff like that, I got a bunch of videos with my dad and live show videos on a Patreon for the show. It's patreon.com slash never seen it. You can get a lot more information there. And just thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Greta. It's very funny. Did you guys see that see that thing going viral on Twitter where it was the girl pretending to be uh, Fat Joe's producer? When he goes, yo, turn the fucking mic that was on. Really funny, that no, but mic that's, is on. That's really funny. Yeah, it's just her. Yeah, it's he goes, he goes uh, turn the fucking mic on. And she goes, it's on. Yeah, it, and he really goes, Mike funny. is on, and she's like, yes. She made like a whole series responding to like rhetorical rap <laughs> intro stuff, like the Jay Z one where he's like, turn the music up, turn the headphones down. She's like, it, the controls are in there. That's really funny. <laughs> That's really great. Just, I'm watching... always so jealous of those things. Those like really short Twitter things that are great. I know. Alyssa Lim Paris is so funny. I know. At making those like uh, uh, mom things. Yeah, I know. And those are always. Did you see the one, the girl from uh, Friends Who Folk, which is fantastic? Yeah, Friends Who Folk are amazing. The girl Rachel, she had one today, and it was uh, I'm every woman at a comedy show that thinks the comedians are talking to her specifically. (laughs) And it's just her, and she's like, "Ah, yeah. (laughs) 
I do. <laughs> oh, I am single. Oh, that's I so am. Funny. <laughs> great. I need to post my videos on Twitter. I don't do that. I like your because Inst- you're like Instagram stories that are always so funny. I make like videos too on my page, yeah. but I just like never post them to Twitter because I'm very bad at Twitter. Oh yeah, and you can't really share Instagram. Yeah, it's not like a shareable thing. I consume Greta, but she's unable to be shared. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I got. I was talking about that this week. Like, I just don't have that. uh, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm never thinking about a way to just, like, hold my phone out and make a video. I don't know. I have a joke that I end with saying, and here's where I, if I had any confidence, an act out would crush. (laughs) And I just talk to people about what the act out would be. Because the joke is basically that I I like dancing. I grew up in the Midwest. Most of my dance moves are just soccer warm ups. Oh, that's And so then I'm like, here's where an act out would murder. Yeah. And people, some people are like, yeah. Like, okay, like, great. Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> and just move on to the next thing. I like. I love making videos, and I think it's so fun. Um, but then I get like mad at myself that I I don't do it with the frequency I should, yeah. and that like, and that it's always like my stupid videos that are the best. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I put we all put like so much pressure on ourselves on ourselves to like perform, and it's so stupid. Have you ever known? Yeah. Ultimately, it's just for fucking Instagram. It's for nothing. Yeah, it really doesn't <laughs> matter. The stuff that really blows up is never what you ever think anyone. Would no, actually it's always be no. it's always something I like almost didn't tweet because I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, ah, oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> this guy tells it like it is in the most confidently sent tweet of all time. Yeah. <laughs> My Twitter is so bad, but I tweet like once every six days. Yeah. And it's always something very bad. You know what I'm fascinated by is people who aren't stand-ups and really aren't comedians, but are very prevalent Twitter people who yeah, seem to like- some people just like fire it off. They fire it off and they seem to sort of be like a gatekeeper of an area of Twitter that is all just kind of people who know each other. Yeah. Yeah. The Twitter sphere, babe. Yeah, it's weird. It is. Uh, Drew had a funny joke about. It. I saw him recently, and he's like, "You know, the problem with Twitter is it's only for people on Twitter." <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, that's who you really want to entertain is Twitter people. It's, I mean, it's true, but like Twitter yeah. gets that's people jobs. Uh, yeah. That is really funny, and also coming from a man who did a stand-up special for zero people in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. He's like, uh, you guys got to get on board, man. You should just be. He's so funny. Yeah, it's he is truly. So. Drew Michael is so funny uh, that he has spawned so many unfunny people. <laughs> or yeah. like giving people the liberties to be a way less funny version of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's how you know you're great is when there's bad bad right. comedians acting like you and, and pissing people like off. Bill Hacks. Bill Hacks. That him, is right? a great, yeah, that's, man. That's uh, my character I'm working on is Bill Hacks where he's like, the government sucks. Big time, bitch. I don't even know what Bill Hicks sounds like. I never like. <laughs> I like anyone that does a nice mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> you seen this guy? <laughs> it's all theater. Was uh, am I the only like stand-up who was not influenced by these people that everyone claims to be large? I never listened to Bill Hicks. I think George Carlin's no. funny, but it's not like I grew up being. I was more influenced by Nickelodeon. 
than yeah, totally. you know, giant I, prestigious I was more influenced by like Keenan and Kel. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, pe- I picked a fight on, on social media about that one day because it was like some guy in his early 20s was like, you know, people ask me my biggest influence has got to be Pryor, Carlin. I'm like, that was th- three, three decades before you were born. Also yeah. just like short. Sure. Just say Dane Cook. It's Dane Cook. Yeah, yeah I mean it <laughs> That's is. That's who influenced us. It's Dane Cook. I Stop mean, it. I'm not yeah. going to lie. That fucking Burger King joke was a hard hitter for a long time. And everybody starts their Dane Cook defense <laughs> with, look, man, I'm not going to lie. I, I really like that. The first album was great. Look, I'm going to lie, Dane but. Dane Cook needs to relax with the fillers, though. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah, listen. He's, what do you mean? He's the, completely is that a literal thing, rails. a filler? Yeah, I think that he gets a lot of work done to his face. Oh, uh, I thought time. fillers is what you but call someone half your age that you're dating. I think so, yeah. <laughs> They're just it's like, bread, it's like breadcrumbs in a meatball. <laughs> exactly. Is, yeah, you can't you can't become like cocky as a. It's so funny to see someone in like a Lamborghini and like strutting around talking about banging eights, and it's like. You just said the movie Dune is in my chocolatey drink. Yeah. Did you? You don't get to flex on Dude, people I now. I think it is like wildishly lavish. I'm happy that comedians can become rich. In th- I've read. Yeah. Uh, I've read. There's this thing so that I, funny. there's a phenomenon right. yeah, yeah. that I've read about. I think I, if someone handed me $1,000, I'm picturing a suitcase. Like a metal briefcase handcuffed yeah. to them, being then handcuffed to me, and, and I walk just away with it. thousand dollars. I think it fills the briefcase. No, babe, I don't know what a thousand dollars looks doesn't like. Fill a briefcase. A thousand dollars is like, do you know? Do you know how many one hundred dollar bills that is? Probably a thousand, twenty thousand. <laughs> okay, it's ten. Um, <laughs> it's ten. It's ten one hundred dollar bills to make a thousand. Yeah, you couldn't even put a rubber band around yeah, that. You can't. <laughs> the rubber band would be too. You're doubling so you up know the when rubber you band. See those like stacks of cash and like rap videos or like Dan heist. Cook's Instagram. It's always ten. They're always ten thousand stacks. Huh. And then you need to like triple layer those, and then you have probably about like ten rows. I think growing up when you would see like a million dollars in a movie. Yeah. I'm literally thinking only of Blue Streak when you would see large amounts of cash in yes. something. Uh, I was like, there's no way that's that much. Because yeah. to me, a million dollars would fill this room. I would like people to start upping the stakes of money in movies right now. Oh, you know, okay. yeah, a million dollars is cool, but you know what's really cool? A billion dollars? A billion Write that down. dollars. Speaking of Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> Ow, I just, uh, like, my, like, butterfly clip just, like, slammed in the back of my head. I, know, <laughs> I just got a kick out of that. This uh, is Aaron Sorkin Day. This is Aaron Sorkin Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Everyone uh, knows the day after St. Patrick's Day is International uh, Aaron Sorkin uh, Aaron Day. Aaron Sorkin that means this whole episode we have to talk really fast and really purposeful, and everything exactly. has to have a rhythm and a... And a well, everyone in the room is as witty as possible at all times. Exactly. Uh, if we want to stick, if we want to really keep it with Aaron Sorkin, these intro credits will be 16 minutes long. Yeah. Um, but we will say hi. We'll start. This has never seen it. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows we've never seen before. Uh, in studio, we have two two veterans of the show, two people who've been here, uh, having never seen The West Wing, Greta Teitelman. Hey! Thank you for being here, Greta. Thank you so much. I've never seen The West Wing, and it's actually a problem in my household because my boyfriend uh, naturally is a Sorkin head. Sure. He is just like, you know... White boy, right <laughs> from the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. right. he's, he's impressed by speed. Yeah, yeah, he loves Sorkin. Yeah, loves Sorkin. And uh, we're also joined here uh, by Kenny DeForest. Kenny, thanks Hello. for being here again. Oh man, my pleasure. And Kenny, you've never seen West Wing either. I haven't. Which I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I love that about we're me too. In this together. <laughs> That's why I never bothered to fix it. Yeah. But didn't you feel like the West Wing, like when you 
when you started like writing or whatever, everybody was like, the best pilot in television is the West Wing. I know. And I'm the kind of person that I'm like, good, I'll never see it. And they're like, have you read Harry Potter? I'm like, no, Me and either. I won't. I've never read Harry Potter. I, I can't I mean, talk. I don't know. Yeah, Harry Potter's fine. West Wing's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never I haven't seen all the of truth. the show. I've seen Penny, like a few episodes. you and I are... The same person. Yeah, and I don't know if it's good or bad, but we are. I don't know either, but it's it's true. We're both free to oh. come in on a Monday oh. afternoon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. you're, say, you're saying, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's a good-ass point. Isn't it crazy how some comedians are rich? Anyways, here we all are, available last minute on a Monday afternoon. <laughs> I did write this today. I just want uh, you guys to know. I want right. to, have you seen the Harry Potter movies? No. No, I would say you could do that if you wanted to. You don't have to, but if you if you don't feel like reading them, the movies do a pretty good job. Maybe Kenny and I will just have one day where we take mushrooms and watch the whole entire Harry Potter movie. That's a good idea. This fun thing happens, <laughs> and then where, it's the best uh, movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. uh, all of the kids go from being children who are bad at acting to gorgeous, wonderful actors. Yeah, mm. they got very lucky. Yeah, they did. But what happened with Ron? Where is like, he? what do you mean? Where, oh, like, he? where's Rupert Grint, the actor? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know, probably home. I respect... Uh, <laughs> Maybe at work. I respect uh, Daniel Radcliffe because right after Harry Potter, he did like a... Uh, like a theater production mm-hmm. of Equus where he was he the opening scene he came out jacking off on a horse yeah, and I'm like man dong. that is a good way to like shift off of Harry Potter right. I am no longer going to be doing roles in the vein of Harry Potter I will be no, masturbating on a horse yeah which to be fair probably aligned with some Harry Potter fan yeah, fiction yeah it was very whimsy yeah, very much so <laughs> so so but the way okay I always think about Aaron Sorkin as like a a, dudes always think they're the only one who knows he exists mm-hmm. yeah, and understand the depth of his writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. But then if you watch a little bit of it, like two different of the things that he's made back to back, it's the same. Yeah. He's like the Neil Diamond of television writing. Okay. Where you're like, man, this is the best shit I've ever heard. And then you hear three Neil Diamond songs in a row and you're like, yeah. oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it is r- truly the same and- and I don't want to like knock Aaron Sorkin. Obviously, very successful person. And I like a lot of the stuff that he has. I thought Me too. I love the Social Network. I, think I love the Social, the social Network. network. Is great. I love um, the Social Network. Really not going to try come up with another example. I like twenty minutes of the entire series of Newsroom. I was about to say I like I like parts of Newsroom a lot. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. about um, Vice? He wrote Vice. Was that Adam McKay? No, McKay. Was Adam McKay? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I don't know why I did Vice on the podcast. Though. Um, not Vice. He wrote Molly's Game. I'm sure he did. He wrote, right? Didn't he write Molly's Game? I think game? he wrote Molly's Game. You know, I have... He wrote um, <laughs> some other stuff. There's a way stuff. to look this up. Uh, yeah, Jobs. The Steve Jobs. Jobs movie that wasn't... Imagine being your, your Aaron Sorkin, you know, one of the more famous screenwriters on the planet. Yeah. And you write a movie about Steve Jobs, one of the most famous people of a century. Mm-hmm. And this movie comes out, very prestigious movie, and everyone's like, oh yeah, you made the one that wasn't Ashton Kutcher. That's how everyone sums it <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, who was, who was Steve Jobs in this <laughs> it, it one? Was, wasn't it someone very famous? Was it Christian Bale? I think so. Am I wrong? I don't... Oh, it's Michael, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. Honestly, Michael Fassbender can get it. Yeah. Yeah. I He's think hot. I, I'm like, uh, as I worked at Apple for a long time, and yeah, you were, were I you met genius? Steve Jobs, yeah, and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, he came in and, and uh, he the movie was not, it was so, so many liberties were taken. I'm sure they're always taken in these biopics. I don't really like biopics anyways, but it was so bizarre how, it just made him look like a flawless 
auteur, when right. in reality he's like a bad dude who was also a genius. Right. Well, I feel like As most genius most, yeah. guys are Right. And like those that. are good biopics that show someone's flaw. Right. Yeah. Right. And it, it basically explains, oh, this is why this guy works so hard for us not to notice this about him. Right. Here's the thing that started Apple. He was embarrassed. Oh, here's a, here's a, I liked A Few Good Men. Oh, A Few Good, a few men, good men is, is good. Great. I think the best Sorkin ones are when it's uh, one dude, bad dude, rants a bunch that you don't have to agree with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a lot of, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, he does have that thing where sometimes a character's talking and you're like, oh, this is you talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I just, I have listened to Sorkin on podcasts and have read enough about him and like something that I do love is that like when he was writing before when he before he became sober he would just do a shitload of blow and just like write dialogue yeah. and you can tell in his dialogue that it's like cocaine <laughs> every influence char- speaking <laughs> every character yeah. is pitching another screenplay idea that they have <laughs> they, they yeah. talk so fast yeah. and it's so crazy and <laughs> and the things that they say are just like so direct like no one yeah, every character's first line is I have another idea everyone yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got you here. Well, I've got you here. Is that guy staring at me? Yeah. He, uh, a lot of a lot of it seems like everyone is in a similar tone. Where can everyone really be the smartest person ever all the yeah, time? Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the part that's funny hard. to me. Is like in newsroom, they're seeing and you'll have the music underneath it, and it sounds like one bit, but it's delivered by twelve people yeah. in unison yeah. popping in like yeah. with like perfect alliteration. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the thing that Veep doesn't do very well. Like yeah. it does, it doesn't do it, and that's the best part of it. Right, 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 right. Everyone is a different type of idiot who thinks they're as smart as all right. these Aaron Sorkin characters. Yeah, I just think the Aaron Sorkin world is a world like you were saying, oh, the written for men. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's just man a, porn. Yeah, yeah, it's like for guys, just be like oh, it's like yes! it's it's for guys. It's for guys that uh, think they're too good for Entourage. <laughs> yeah, like, they're sorry. like. <laughs> They're like, I'm smarter than this. Yeah. I'm smarter than uh, this. Like, does this take place in the Ballers cinematic universe? I only like it when my guy gets banged because he's so learned. It is funny yeah, when like at yeah. the end of a lot of his things, I haven't seen Molly's Game. Uh, apparently he wrote a movie about Lucille, Lucy and Desi. That, I'd watch that. Oh, yeah. I'd uh, watch that. What's uh, that, that, that called? I don't know. It's called Lucy and Desi. They're filming it right now. Love that. Um, I haven't seen, but I haven't seen a lot of them. But in like A Few Good Men and Social Network, these ones that I even do like, you still, what becomes prevalent is rooting for the bad guy. Everyone's like, right. everyone watches that and they're like, well, Zuckerberg's not that. And it's like, oh, he, I wish he just wanted to do this. It's like, uh, and then you watch A Few Good Men and you're like, Nicholson, that guy was a badass. I'm like, the guy who orchestrated like someone dying over right. something for no reason. But at least he yelled words you found fun. Right. There's always one... <laughs> There's always one woman also in Sorkin things, like the one woman that's like, and now I'm here to tell it like it is, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. and but that's their only scene in like the whole entire yeah, movie, right. and which is the which is a Sorkin universe version of an entourage when a girl's like, I smoke weed with my tits out, <laughs> yeah, like threesomes, I have them all the time. Yeah, but yeah. That, ch- yeah. That, that chick sounds dope though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you guys remember when? And that chick can tell it like it is too. <laughs> Do you guys remember when? That porn star, what was her name? Gray? Uh, Sasha, Sasha Gray. Sasha Gray was like a big role in Entourage. Yeah, you remember yeah, yeah. that? Of course. Parlayed into her acting she, career. She led Vince to a cocaine downward spiral. <laughs> 
Because instead of writing dialogue on cocaine, he had sex with a porn star. Mm. A bunch. Ah, yeah. The, that's the Bechtel test. That was a really funny comic take. I like that you were like, the one thing I do like about Sorkin is he like used to do a shitload of blow. Yeah. <laughs> that's like Stephen I mean, King. You, to you're be like, honest, yeah. like, yeah. at least he like talks about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like I don't like it when prolific people speak about their work as if they just woke up and it happened to them. Yeah. That really bothers me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'm just like, I don't care how good you are at waking up in the morning and doing work. Work is work and it takes a lot of time. Yeah. So to act like you didn't go through some kind of struggle is right. annoying. <laughs> yeah. So I like that at least he's like, yeah, I, I loved cocaine and right. I spent so much money on it and like I'm sober now, but he'll like speak to it with truth. <laughs> I don't know. No, that yeah. is cool. It's I mean, imagine the person who uh, created a television show with 155 hours of TV happening in the White House who uh, was sober. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who was like, I don't know, this was just all in me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also, when you read shows and you're like, that guy had to have been on something when they were making this. Yeah, totally. And, you know, Coke is one of the only things that can make you confident enough to think that you deserve to write a television show. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> like, when you do, when you, uh, it's I mean, true. if I didn't start doing blow in college, who knows if I'd even be here. I'd probably be like, <laughs> you know, I'd probably be, I don't even know what the fuck I'd be doing, yeah, to be honest you, with you. Because the first time you did blow, someone's like, yo, dude, you're pretty funny. You're like, I am funny. I yeah. know. <laughs> No, 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 no. The, yeah. That is the darkest thing about when you do coke. And then you like, sometimes you, and like, sometimes you'd look in the mirror. Sometimes I would look in the mirror and I'd be like, I'm so fucking hot. And I would just like <laughs> go out into a party with like yeah. so much confidence. Right. Totally. And then imagine doing that at a typewriter with ideas. Oh my God. I kind of wish I did. Too bad I was like fucking dumbass frat boys and like gaining 30 pounds. Well, that's okay. You'll give them next time. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I always think like Stephen King always talks about how he would because he wrote books faster than this guy wrote TV. Yeah, yeah. and he's he doesn't like, he's even like, well, remember Salem's Lot. Right, he's which like, which well, is crazy. Yeah. I just read it too; it's great. I had to, he's like, I had to sober up because I had a family, <laughs> but for a while I lived in it just with fa- a desk facing a wall full of cocaine and a typewriter. Yeah, I fuck with Stephen King hard. Yeah, yeah. he's got a, Stephen King on writing is a really good. Uh, uh, it's I guess a book essay, not like yeah prose about writing. That's it's it's fun and interesting. I mean, I listen. Read. I watch Castle Rock. Like I don't watch West Wing, but I, I watch <laughs> Castle Rock. So that's where I am with my television watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. I want to uh, let's 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 uh, get Do into you, the West Wing. Okay, well I'm gonna preface this. Oh, it's it's much pre- and you'll you'll cast it. You'll preface okay. it. You'll let us know. Can I preface on. it? For sure. Okay, so yeah, I've never seen The West Wing. I did a little bit of research on like the character names okay. and like who they are. That's kind of it on the Wikipedia page. I do know something that the show's famous for, okay. which is or Sorkin's famous for, which okay. I put in here. Great. Please note, I didn't read over this. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote this in about 20 minutes while eating breakfast. Wow. I'm glad you you committed almost double the time one of our average guests commit to writing a script. <laughs> it's incredible. And, um, and yeah, I just want you to know, I wrote this in 20 minutes on a bunch of blow. <laughs> yeah, I did a bunch of coke this morning. By to breakfast, really... I mean a pile of cocaine. It was crazy. The 20 minutes lasted all weekend. I call yeah. it. I call it Frosted Flay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's when I do blow and bail on my friends. <laughs> <laughs> These flakes are frosted. Yeah. Um, there are also a lot of spelling mistakes in here, so um, I can't spell, but that's fine. Um, okay, just so you know, the first line, the oh. first word is ever, not every. Okay. And I'm going to cast it. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to read stage direction. Okay. Kenny... 
I think you're going to be President Bartlett. That's very sexist, but thank you. I'm going to give you. you a real leading role here. I'm go. told I have a very presidential voice. Kyle, you're going to be Leo. Ah, so I've been told. Um, You're going to be Leo and Lyman. Actually, you'll be Leo and... No, 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 no. I take this back. You're President Bartlett. You're going to be C.J. Craig. Right, I'll be C.J. Craig. Who's in the show is Allison Janney. I will play the roles of Leo and Lyman and Lyman and secretary. Okay. Great. Or yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> okay. There are a lot of characters in here. That's okay. Cool. All right. Actually, you do. You do CJ Craig and Lyman. CJ Craig and Lyman. Okay. Great. All right. I'll be Leo and secretary. Okay. And I found an instrumental version of the intro. Okay, that great. We're play here throughout it. All right, you ready? Oh, and also, please note the dialogue. Oh, whatever, I'll read that in the thing. Okay. <laughs> interior, <laughs> interior Oval Office morning. President Bartlett sits at his desk wearing a backwards cap and a sweatshirt that reads college in big, bold letters. He paces in his office sipping a Yoo-Hoo. Press Secretary C.J. Craig, 40s, extremely hot and powerful, who always talks in a seductive voice, enters. Note, the dialogue is intended to be read as fast as possible unless noted. Ever heard of a knock? I don't have time to knock. Have you heard the news? News? I have the fucking news. What now? President Bartlett takes a huge gulp of Yoo-Hoo. The tic-tac-toe files were leaked. The Yoo-Hoo sprays out of President Bartlett's mouth. But those were classified! President Bartlett goes to his phone and picks it up. Get Leo in here now! This is bad, but we don't have time to panic. Not with everything going on in the world. Everything going on in the world? I am the world! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Well, we need to contain this, otherwise everyone will know about everything. Leo bursts into the Oval Office holding a... You who? Jesus fucking Christ, can't you knock? I am the fucking president! <laughs> here, it's here! Leo holds up the you who. No, you idiot bastards. Tic tac toe leaked. Oh, there's no. just some dialogue now. There we go. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. Yes! Now let's fucking walk, because you know the only way I can talk is if I walk! Everyone heads for the door. <laughs> president Bartlett finishes his you who and smashes the glass on the floor. He is now sweating through his sweatshirt. Interior White House hallway continuous. The President Leo and CJ speed walk through the White House halls. So which fucking fuckface is the rotten assembly that did it? Someone from the inside. We are the only people who have access to tic-tac-toe. <laughs> I bet it was Lyman. You know that little prick has been eyeing to become the big cheese. Big cheese? Me, I am big cheese. President Bartlett... <laughs> Bodies. President Bartlett bodies two interns. They go flying and papers go everywhere. He is now dripping in sweat. Right, that makes sense. Let's go find that little piggy. CJ Leo and the president <laughs> sprint down the hall. Interior Deputy Chief of Staff Office continuous. President Bartlett, CJ, and Leo all jog in place. CJ's face <laughs> makeup is slowly starting to drip off. Where the fuck is Lyman? His hot but nerdy because she wears glasses. Secretary shudders, holding back tears. I, I swore I wouldn't say... Leo slams his hand on her desk. This is America! Swearing you're going to do something is meaningless! Oh, he's fucking right. Now tell me, where is he? Leo and the president start trashing her office. The secretary looks desperately at CJ. Boys, that is enough. Let me do the talking because we all know women can only communicate with women because we are the only people in this show who contain empathy. CJ walks up to the secretary. It's okay, dear. They're there. I know how you feel. You're scared, exhausted, and confident. You probably think, why am I even wearing these glasses? They aren't even real. CJ takes them off her face to reveal she's actually Giselle! See? There we go. Now tell us where Lyman is. I promise this is for you, for me, for all of us. Your children, our children, and the children upon children of future generations of children that will grow up ultimately thinking, 
Huh? President Bartlett rips his sweaty sweatshirt off. Fucking hell on, dick. You know women talking too long. Not about me. Gives me a fucking headache. Please. You know, you know, you don't want him to take off that tiny tank top. Secretary nods. He, he's in the east wing. <gasps> no. Bullshit. I shut the east wing down after I got caught playing console hockey with seven minutes without air. Leo paces back and forth. Well, I... I broke into the East Wing during the State of the Union this year to jerk off over a plate of hors d'oeuvres. It was bad, I know, but I had to bust the load. Otherwise, I get that pressure on my chest, chest if you and don't I don't immediately know. <laughs> Leo and the president look longingly into each other's eyes. They are soulmates. Get it together, numb nuts. Everything is on the line right now. We gotta get to Lyman. CJ Leo and the president run down the very long hallway. What starts as a yellow wallpaper beautiful hallway slowly turns into a trippy Alice in Wonderland tunnel. The door to the East Ooh. Wing is cracked open. They enter into your East Wing game room. Lyman is sitting on the floor doing whippets. He's rigged every 900-pound computer to create a supercomputer. He is leaking everything. Woo! Only took you 10 hours to find me, you cheese dick frat bro. Pretty sure the world will know everything. Hey! That's not fair. <laughs> Keep sick, make me the man I am today, and I'm proud of that! It's over, Lyman. You'll never be president after everyone figures out you're the numbnuts who leaked everything. <laughs> Plus, everyone knows I'm next in line to be the big cheese. Hey! I'm the only fucking cheese here! Not a long. Lyman goes to hit the big red enter button to send off the deadly classified <laughs> documents until CJ throws a football a perfect spiral and nails Lyman right in the face. Hey! Football. football is my thing! Uh, yeah, well, being the president is now my thing. CJ runs up to the plug for the computer, rips it out of the wall, and gnaws at it, breaking it completely. She then runs out the door, slams it shut, entering a key code to close the East Wing permanently. <laughs> Idiots. Giselle! Secretary, who is now Giselle, appears. It's our world now. They kiss passionately and... Yes. By the way, that was Kappa Sig. I fucked up. I said Keep Sig for those <laughs> yeah. of you confused. Thank you. Kappa now you guys don't have to send us But you were reading it as Sorkin Pace, which is what's important. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, yeah, my knees hurt. That's how fast I was reading. <laughs> uh, and? I, I think you nailed it. Was I was it too wonderful. Long? I don't think it was too long. I'm really lucky I drank that Red Bull right before that read. It really put Get me in mode. Up. Yeah. I like that the, yeah. That's the... Oh, yeah, you did drink a Red Bull to prepare for this. I know. I'm a, I'm a method actor, dude. You are. Get jacked up. I'm just one of those method actors. I'm a, I'm a method I'm a meth out actor. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is funny. You know what really makes me laugh is numb nuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nun Nuts is a very, uh, this is going to be on network. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely like a-, a What a butthead. Yeah. It, it's so funny- Doofus. To see someone yell Numb Nuts Thanks. over and over again. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a pretty-, pretty What's the Sorkin thing? Conversations while they walk? Yeah. I, that is a Sorkin thing. It's yeah. called the walk and talk. Ah. Walk and talk. Known for the walk and Everyone talk. Everyone knows I can't walk unless I Or when I talk. shortened mm -hmm. together, That's good. walk. Yeah, well, like that literally like the cool. whole entire. I was like reading about this, and they were like, they they built the White House set so that they could do long, continuous shots so that they can get their walk and talks. Ah. And like, <laughs> that's how they structured. They literally I, structured the set to 
do long shots so of people funny. walking and talking. That's, I like stuff that is because when when like when I would write stuff and like sketches or crap that I think I might make, I'm always writing it in my head with the I will have no money to make this. So it's a right. lot of like that's why every web series is like, what if roommates in my apartment encountered stuff I could shoot? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like this what guy. What if this all took place on my couch? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and maybe the street if it's nice out. Yeah. This is uh, he built the White House. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't shoot it at the White House. That he just yeah. didn't force them to You'd do it. You'd think that they would have been able to. I mean, it was like low key touching upon all like the Bush era stuff, and what? it was on television. Yeah, I don't even remember what year this. Nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and six. Wow, that is okay. But Sorkin stopped like writing, stopped like running the show or whatever after season four. Okay. And there was some fall off, but it still stayed strong for seven seasons. <laughs> I like how I mean, much a lot knowledge of you have about the show without having seen any of it. I mean, I it. did, I read the Wikipedia page because I was just, I truly was like, I was like, I don't even know what is going on here. All that I know is that, what's his face, Sheen. Martin Sheen. Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. Was he the president? Yeah, was yeah. the president. And okay. he wore like a, like a, like a college sweatshirt all the time. Yeah. Oh, what it was supposed chill, to give you a, a very chill, casual look mm-hmm. of the chill job. prez. Chill prez, dude. I, like, I always like when you can make it, you realize the president's a normal dude that you'd like to get a beer with. Yeah. Just one of these chillax well, that, bros now that's that a was selling in the skull point. and bones. You have yeah. to be able to get a beer with your president. Yeah, that's, that's the funniest selling point of all time to me. Otherwise, he cannot be president. Yeah. You know the person you'll always be hanging out with? The president of the <laughs> United States? Yeah. Just in case you... At home, are ever hanging out with the president? You have to be able to get a beer with the president. But it's truly, important. you know who I do not give a fuck about ever needing to get a beer with. I actually don't want the president to be so chill. Ever. I can like crack a beer ever. with him. He, I, I mean, like, are you busy? Yeah. yeah hey, please listen. I, you know that's why I fuck with Trump. He's a president you can <laughs> snort an Adderall with. <laughs> He's a fun time. That guy. Oh yeah, he likes However, to do a nice frosted flake. I yeah, would yeah. like to drink a beer with Obama. I mean, I would drink a beer with any Duh. former president. Honestly, or pretty much anyone interesting. I will drink a beer with anyone that has a beer. (laughs) (laughs) I do have two beers. Uh, You could be president. (laughs) Hey, this guy has beers. Uh, You're extra beer away from being president. president. (laughs) Vote for me. I have beers. I love how I said I would have a beer with Obama as if I'm like unique in that. Right. (laughs) Kenny looked at me and he was like, yeah. 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 I'm just kind of. I wouldn't actually snort Adderall with Trump either. I don't like that guy. (laughs) I don't like Adderall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just don't even know what would be the West Wing now if it were written now. I don't know. That's so fun. That be, yeah. Veep is like my favorite show. Yeah, I love Veep. Is Veep. An excellent and show. it's been so funny to watch them and even even like Julia Louise Dreyfus talk about how they have to attack the show differently. Yeah. Because it can't just be imbeciles doing imbecile stuff. Because in that's the like White what's House. happening in the real world. Right. And so she quit being the president in the show. And was like trying to make it a library built, and then just sort of doing like office work as a former president, and it was still so funny. There yeah. was a there was a show that almost got made towards the end of the Obama era that would have been like a nuanced discussion about racism, and they had to cancel it after the election because they were like, eh, "There's no, there can't be nuance anymore." <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I know because I asked because it was true. such a good idea, and I was like, "What happened? In, what happened to that show?" And they were like, "Yeah, after the election." Um, they were just like, right. uh, nah. What is nuance now is Sasha Baron Cohen. That yeah. is what is our nuance now. Yeah, is let a me man dressed up. Lay this getting, out right. for you. Yeah, just see, so I want you guys to subtly understand I'm going to have a former vice president autograph a waterboard kit. You know, subtle. 
the subtle stuff that we can the all agree shit on. That he does on that it's show so is it's so 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 funny. crazy and funny. It's so wild to think because that uh, 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 Sarah Palin stuff never aired, right? And we had Adam Lowett do the the podcast one time, and he worked on that show, mm-hmm. and he was just like, uh, and I'm paraphrasing what Adam said, and it, but it was just it wasn't funny and good enough. It like wasn't a complete enough thing. Mm. It just imagine how much great stuff you have that you have something with Sarah Palin interacting right. with this guy, and you're just like, nah, it doesn't work. Yeah, and you just scrap it. Did That's Sarah crazy. Palin have a reality television show? I think probably. For a second. Right. I think it was on CISO. <laughs> <laughs> it's called CISO um thing say so um thing. <laughs> CISO something, say so something. CISO something. something, say so something. CISO. <laughs> that network that uh, tried to pay it's... comedians money until we teamed up to destroy it. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. How long was it It was the most for? unbelievable thing I've ever seen. Like two years? I mean, if, you're not, if you're listening you don't know what CISO is, it was a streaming service, sort of, it seemed like backed by NBC, that really gave a lot of comedians shots to make shows they couldn't make otherwise. It was and, all comedy. It was all comedy. And all comedy. specials, not and just specials. shows, and specials. And it was this wonderful full bastion of like comedic freedom like people like Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher getting to make this show that's about them and it's like they get to write and create and hire everyone they want right. and like Paul F. Tompkins had the show uh, about like real estate there was like mm-hmm. a bunch of people four stand up showcase there shows there were a bunch of stand up yeah, showcase shows there were a bunch of stand up specials and then everyone just kind of always for some reason made fun of it yeah, and then nothing. And like then it also, went away. no one ever saw any yeah. of it. The problem yeah. was if you weren't on the New York subway in that four months, you didn't know it existed. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, did they let you know about it on the New York subway those four months. I they mean, sure they did. gave money. They I gave know. money. They hired comedians. Comedians who, don't like that. There were comedians. We comedians yeah. going to knock that shit off. <laughs> no, something's up money, here. You're going to yeah. fucking ruin me. How many briefcases is this money coming? <laughs> Kyle's like, you're giving me $20. I'm pretty sure I need to see five briefcases. (laughs) I need this to, if I'm not getting paid on the set of Deal or No Deal, I'm not getting paid. It's like, I could write a script for CISO, or I could write this ironic tweet about how it sucks and get instant gratification. It's always so crazy to me. You know who I really don't want to have a job? My friend who's a grip. Yeah. If I could get there's because there's what a hundred people working on a show probably oh yeah I hope they don't have jobs yeah everybody celebrated its downfall I get yeah. sad when a bad show gets canceled because I'm crazy. like well that's still at this point that's like someone you know is the prop person for that show or something I know. And now now they're just a person now they're just a yeah they got to deal with that shit poor mm. Nan. Who's Lose, losing Hi, their I'm, job? I don't know. Hi, I'm a prop master. <laughs> this is a new episode of uh, ne- Never Seen It. The first character's name is Poor Man. <laughs> Poor Man, a rich prop master. Uh, I so so there were all these rumors going around. With that, before we leave the ASCU, the Aaron Sorkin Cinematic Universe, there were all these rumors going around about- ASCU. It almost sounds like a charity where he gives us more shows with long-winded dialogue. Do you donate donate to the ASCU? Uh, (laughs) The American Sorkin Conversation Union? (laughs) Yes. We are a union. (laughs) We have unionized. Oh, you know what I would love? You know what I would love? You remember when there was a writer's strike? That's not what I would love. I would love if Sorkin had a show on the air during the writer's strike that had to stay on. And you get to see an Aaron Sorkin show written by like a scab writer who's never done anything. Yeah. I want the West Wing episode riffed by a non 
union writer. Oh my mm-hmm. god, that would be amazing. It's uh, literally just a guy they found that has cocaine. Right. They're like, would what's your watch. guys' Celtics password? It's like, <laughs> it's like it's like when they put a bunch of monkeys in a room with typewriters, they just give a bunch of people cocaine and typewriters and go, please, write yes. Westwood. It just cuts to one guy rolling the cocaine through the wheel of the typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> and it pops out the other side a perfect episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it that's oh, all it took. Oh boy. The episode dude, wins an Emmy. Dude, that's a Banksy. <laughs> yes. A essentially. Oh my god. Okay, uh so there were all these rumors that Newsroom was gonna come back that popped around. And Newsroom is a show I I thought was very, very good one third of the time. Yeah. And two thirds of the time I almost was upset it was. Well happening. you know what the here, here here's what the issue is with this, I think. When I saw Newsroom, the problem is when you're when you're just dunking on conservative, you're arguing with so such illogical people that it almost feels like you're just like patting yourself yeah. on the back. But like especially when it's constant dunking on conservatives through the guise of a faux centrist. Yeah. Where someone's like, I'm in the middle, and then all they do is just dunk on someone. That way you can make them seem impartial. Yeah, but it's also like because I remember my buddy, the only scene of West Wing I've actually seen, my buddy sent it to me, and it's a it's a speech he gives about gay marriage and it's like the correct stance but it is one of those things that when you are a progressive minded person you're like yeah of course man yeah you know what i mean but it's like it still needs to be said i guess right he's like he's like getting a a standing ovation pacing around being like and they're also people yeah i know crowd surfing off on yeah exactly exactly like yes yeah no yeah we agree with that we uh we we agree i guess we wish we didn't have to keep saying this but i guess we do so good job (laughs) yeah yeah it's this is kind of it's kind of what newsroom felt like was someone saying the stuff we everyone has said and and it feeling like he thought it up that, exactly and that's that's the, but it's not his fault because there's still I don't know it's crazy so I rushed this script as a uh, script to if newsroom was brought back uh, for a new season and I wrote it based on a tweet I thought about tweeting once um, <laughs> we, uh, it's one of the first screenplays to be based on a uh, tweet draft oh great um, so this is uh it, it doesn't quite hit the fast dialogue because newsroom was more of a one-sided uh, thing. That also, by the way, ended with just him playing a guitar in a garage for some reason, but I have no idea. That was the last episode ended with Will McAvoy in a garage playing a guitar. What? Right. Um, so, Newsroom, which ended in 2015, 15? 2014, maybe didn't end, ended well before the election. I think its timeline was around there, too. This is if it came back. And uh, Greta, do you want to play Will McAvoy? Yeah. All right. Uh, Kenny, do you want to play Charlie? I would love to play Charlie. And uh, Kenny, you can also play Neil. Charlie and Neil. And I will play Mackenzie, and I'll do the stage directions. Cool. Uh, Greta, you can actually do Mackenzie. There's plenty of stage directions. Okay. Uh, and it won't be a conflict because she doesn't get to talk. <laughs> um, okay, so this is news. If Newsroom was brought back, uh, the HBO show, let me grab the Newsroom theme. All caps is on. HBO's The Newsroom intro. Minute and a half. What do we... <clears throat> uh, note, there will be very minimal technical stage directions in this script since it is Sorkin. I will... 
It will leave that up to the filmmakers. This is basically a play, and why should the writer care about any other part of the production process? Creativity and art. Also, performance notes. Everyone talks really fast, because like real life, no one has to think before speaking. Interior, the newsroom, night, November 8th, 2016. A haunting hush is falling over the ACN newsroom, research room, studios, and offices. Nearly all the employees, Sloan, parentheses woman, Don, Margaret, parentheses woman, Jim Harper, and Neil, stand in front of the largest screen in the office, showing a feed to Will on air. In the directing booth, Mackenzie, parentheses woman, and Charlie stand looming over a control board, watching Will live through the observation window. Will, an ageless centrist hero who tells it like it is, sits at his throne, the ACN nightly news desk. Facts are his only boss. Credibility sources his only god. Part of a dying breed of journalists who value quality over speed, Will doesn't just tell you the why, he tells you the how, the what, and the also some more why. The only emotion he shows is smart man emotion. <laughs> he will shout facts at you faster than a Reddit reply who missed the point of a joke. And that it, and that's it. It's official. We're going to call it. Behind Will is a large electoral college map. The 45th president of the United States is Donald J. Trump. Now it's time for another patented Will monologue that saves the nation. I know some of you out there are confused and dumbfounded. While others of you out there are thrilled, excited, and feel victorious, it's important to remember that we're all Americans, and we'll all wake up tomorrow and take our kids to school, head into our jobs, just like we've done for years. Just, I can I can never pronounce that Descartes, word. Descartes, yeah. I think. Yeah. Descartes, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Descartes yeah. said that, except our own thoughts, there is nothing absolutely in our power, and that is never more evident than tonight. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. ACN Nightly News goes to commercial. Mackenzie's parentheses woman and Charlie walk onto the set and approach Will. Mackenzie parentheses woman. I. Mackenzie's parentheses woman is cut off immediately. Charlie, how are we doing? Charlie, who is mostly eyebrows and a tie that is too long, starts going on. I have in my life, which is longer than both of yours, I might remind you, eaten at least six dozen pounds of potato chips. That's Will interrupts. 72 pounds of potato chips. Exactly. And eating those chips, those crispy fried potatoes, was a smarter decision than electing this buffoon into the Oval Office. Charlie. Hillary was pulling higher than your cholesterol, but she couldn't pull it out. She just didn't resonate with voters. They wanted to shake things up. Well, they shook it up. Now it's going to explode all over their face like a can of Bud Light Lime. If you... Mackenzie, Princey's woman, is cut off immediately. Get Neil out here. I want to talk to him about this. They call for Neil over the speaker, and Neil comes into the studio. Neil, my boy, where are you from? The UK. Right, okay, but like, where are you from from? I was born in the- Your last name is- Your last name is Sempat. Where's that from? I was born in the United Kingdom. How do you feel about everything tonight? I'm afraid I'm normalizing that hateful rhetoric of Trump speeds in a dangerous thing. Right, so you agree with me that these people that support this idiot are actually good folks who just came on economic hardship and felt ignored. That's not what I said. I think they're driven by racism and ignorance and- Neil is interrupted. Great, so we agree. Well, you're back in the air in 30 seconds. Charlie and McKin- and Charlie says what McKinsey woman is saying as close to it at the same time as possible, but he shouts it. Will, you're back in the air in 30 seconds. Thank you, Charlie. A countdown and bam, ACN News is back on the air. Coming up, we'll profile some Trump supporters who feel as though they were marginalized throughout the campaign and see how they react to this astounding win. Then we'll show you the other side in an interview that will sympathize some Trump supporters who still feel marginalized after this astounding win. End. Excellent. You like how I can pronounce Descartes? That's fine. I had looked it all up. <laughs> I'm like, I think I, they, I'm over here like, yeah, I have a very good education. Descartes. I googled, uh, I googled college dorm poster philosophy and yeah, took the quote off the second thing on Google Descartes, Images. Yeah, Amazing. that's true. <laughs> yeah, that is. 
<laughs> I like definitely don't know enough. Uh, I, I need to know more philosopher quotes. Nah, I think you'd know the right amount. Mm, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like I should probably brush up. One of the things that I always thought was so weird about uh, like Newsroom is he they keep making a point of the fact that he respects Mackenzie. And if you have to keep saying it, yeah, yeah. if he has to be like, look, I respect you and I respect what you do and what you've done to get in this. If you have to keep saying it. It's weird. It's weird. If You, have, you don't respect You feel me. defensive about its existence. Yeah. That's uh, like someone being like, no, no, no. I, I love you. I think you're great. I really do. Just You're just not right for this job. It's like. Do you love me? I think at one point, one of the uh, 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 Allison Pill, who plays Margaret on the show, I think her character goes to war to get out of having a conversation with a man. Like, I'm pretty sure she's like, I'll take the story in Iraq. (laughs) Bye bye. Because I don't want to discuss sexual tension with some other guy. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is such a bold move. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's just like gone for a season. But I thought, I don't no, know. A lot of like female characters disappear in the ASCU. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Munn was in that show. Yeah. She's like the most, well, I guess, uh, 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 but she's she got so Wasn't famous Amara since then. Wasn't Amara in that show? Uh, Wasn't Kate Mara in that show? Man, I'm trying to remember who everybody was. I I watched the whole first season. I watched the whole show and had to look up everyone who was in it except Jeff Daniels and Olivia Munn. Wait, am I wrong? It is a a good show. There's a scene he has to announce that... uh, Doesn't he have to announce that Bin Laden's been killed while... I'm sorry, apparently Jane Fonda was in the show. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. As like the whole boss of the whole station or something? She's the boss of the whole station. Oh, the whole network. Yeah, Yeah, she basically channeled uh, Ted Turner since Mm -hmm. that was her ex-husband. Yeah. So she's kind of a female Ted. I love that. Yeah. The, what if the show the was like, well, we couldn't get Ted? Not yet. I want to. Incredible. There's a Jane Fonda documentary. Oh, on HBO. It's the most inspiring thing. Okay. And we are all Jane Fonda. Yes. Jane Fonda is all of us. <laughs> yes. Yes. We are all Jane Fonda. We are all Jane Fonda. <sighs> I really liked your Cockney accent. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you really, really rolled into it. It came it. out it came out so forcefully. Yeah. <laughs> came out so strong. Yeah, I wasn't well, here's the thing. I didn't have a lot of character prep in this one. So the first yeah. line was I'm from a UK and I read it right as it came to it. Yeah, yeah so you are. Yeah. Should we I'm just talk like this now the entire time? I I I I have to ramp up to it. <laughs> <laughs> can you do accents? I don't know. I think you can. I think it's more it would be uh I don't know. I'm not very often uh earnest. But what? I think I could probably do an accent. You could do yeah. an accent for sure. I don't know if sure. I actually really get into something. Yeah, try I think, it. You know, that's okay. Which try one? a little okay, one. Try a little accent. Okay. That's pretty okay, good. It's a little yeah, pretty good. There we go. It's not yeah. bad, chap. It, it, it's not bad. <laughs> you can do a little bad. Now, I like come that. On, I'm commit. like, oh, good. The chimney sweep from Mary Poppins is telling me how to improve my accent. shakes from the sound booth. Here's the thing. that's okay. I'm only doing... British hip hop DJs. You're doing, most t- you're doing with TV. Fire yeah. in the booth. You truly, Charlie Sloth. I really think you can go in here, fam. <laughs> I'm doing like, I'm doing like. I went to a very pretentious high school. Right, you can sort parents, of do the proper, uh, the proper Buckingham Palace. Yours sort actually of. sounds like an American do, who studied abroad for a semester you. came back and was like, "This just happened." Another, I know, oh, this uh, another yeah. good way to practice is by signing off on BBC. Yes. <laughs> and tonight, that's it for us on the BBC. <laughs> Greta and I will be getting breakfast this afternoon. That sounds like how I think British people say Brexit. Is how you just said breakfast. Brexit. 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 Uh, Big shout out to Tom Cowell. I was watching John Oliver last night. It's Brexit, innit? And he had Monica Lewinsky on. 
Now I love the Lewinsky. Yeah, and I like he, Monica Lewinsky. And he pulled the, up this fact. Did you know that she's mentioned in close to two hundred rap songs? Oh wow, that makes sense. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, how many? Fact. So so Listen, the big you, timers you blow... had one hundred ninety six rap songs. <laughs> yeah. And what were the other four? <laughs> Oh, yeah. The other four were, were trap music that just used her name as a euphemism for cocaine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got that Monica Lewinsky. Right. Yeah. Lewinsky and on that snow. Yeah. 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 Ooh, that is it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Listen, you blow the saxophone president, you're going to get mentioned in rap music. That's true. That's. <laughs> Did you just say you blow the saxophone president? Uh, look, right. I think it's progressive how you are somehow still more insulting to Bill Clinton than Monica Lewinsky in yeah. that sentence. Thanks. I that he's just the saxophone president. Yeah. Did we ever see him play the saxophone? Well, he was running. I think he went on, was it Arsenio? Yeah. On Arsenio mm. Hall's show and played the saxophone. Could have been a uh, sax track. It could have. <laughs> or it a back track. Sax track. Sax track, the back track. I only have sex to sax track. Yeah, run the sax track back. <laughs> I like sax tracks from sexy uh, sax, sax tracks. Sexy sax tracks? Yeah. Sexy sax tracks and yeah. backs. I'm trying to think of all the different ways to make, like, uh, recording live from the oral office. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were so happy about Juicy that Juicy I was. I, that's from the a, oral office? Yeah, that's why I was glad there weren't cameras in here to catch that sh- stupid grin on my face yeah, when I yeah. said that. <laughs> it's, it's like there won't be any proof anywhere else. <laughs> Anyways, this will be out soon. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, well, so what happened with John Oliver? Oh, she's mentioned all those rap songs. Yeah, well, then she like interviewed her. It was all about like public shaming and like online trolling and internet shaming and yeah, you know, how I, fucking, how her, her life was destroyed unfairly obviously. destroyed yeah and, and then and, yeah anyway it's a good I, I was just thinking of British people presidency yeah then John Oliver came there's a good uh, uh, John Ronson has a good book about internet shaming I think it's called like so you got shamed on the internet or something like that yeah and it's, it's crazy it's, it's terrible even like people who do things that are stupid there's like a girl who took a, a selfie at ground zero or something right. like that and posted it yeah and then just got her life com- it's like a teenager like got handed to her completely ruined forever yeah. couldn't go yeah. out couldn't get jobs anything like that yeah do you remember just because she did 9-11 do you remember the girl that <laughs> tweeted um the girl that tweeted going to that going to africa tweet oh yeah yeah, yeah. my cousin went on a date with her oh wow because of it no oh. <laughs> but like they met on like bumble or mm-hmm. something and like he ends up going on a date with her and she kind of was like, yeah, like this thing happened in my life and like prevented me from getting or like whatever it was. Yeah. And then he was just like, what's the thing? And he like, she like had to tell him what the thing was. And I was like, God, like that's fucking awful. Yeah. yeah. But then your cousin's like, hey, at least she hopes she doesn't get AIDS. We got that in common. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about That's a good finding, thing to agree on on a first date. Finding oh, things you have in common right, on Right, right. You got to have it. a place to start and cuz they disagreed about everything else. <laughs> yeah. But then he read the tweet and he was like, "Okay. You know what? Maybe I could be a dentist that kills lions." That fucking guy. <laughs> that guy was Fucked oh my up. god! Yeah, it was. I mean, he just—it's why you hunting lions and shit, anyways. Just like, but fuck you. I like uh, thinking about the stuff that everyone was really mad about for two days, and then remember the, Tan Mom? The, oh yeah, everyone was mad about. The thing Tan I Mom. think about at least once a week is Falcon the Balloon Boy, who was up in the weather balloon, and, oh, it, was all, yeah, and it was all a hoax. Was. Yeah. I think about it all the time. Yeah. I think about it all of the time. Wait, yeah. it was fake? It was all fake. So okay, oh, I'm so happy. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Finally, it's not. Th- I'm talking about this outside of therapy. Uh, so- <laughs> I love that this is what you spend money on talking about in therapy. Imagine I spent a hundred dollars an hour to remind someone about Balloon Boy. All right, Wait, Kyle. What? So Close the dad was like an breathe. amateur weather guy. Like thought right. he was like a weather scientist. And whatever, what had happened was his weather balloon took off, and his son was in it. Right, and you remember that big silver right. weather balloon taking off like across Nevada or Colorado or whatever. Yeah. And it's taking off and it's going like forty miles an hour just through the sky. And his son, who's named Falcon, was in it. And so they they're they're waiting and they're tracking this thing down. They can't like shoot it down. You right. can't you just have to let it run its course. And so this guy's like, I do this weather thing here, and he keeps talking about his company, this weather company, this weather science company, whatever he does. And he keeps talking about it. And then the balloon hits the ground. And eventually, and the kid is not. I skipped class in college to watch this balloon. I skipped. I'd skip class to watch a car chase, and then even it'd just be old one on YouTube. And <laughs> this balloon hits the ground, and the kid is not in it. And one of the uh, incredible videos: the man who once hits the ground, the man who thought he was where it was going to land, is not close. So he's like running across the <laughs> desert to get the balloon because he missed it. And he gets there, and the kid is not in. It. They're like, the kid's not in. It, the kid's not in it. And eventually, the kid comes out, and he's like, I was just hiding upstairs and they were like what happened he's like i was afraid i would get in trouble if i uh came out and because everyone thought i was in the balloon and then so they're interviewing the family and once again the kid is named falcon and i you know i don't have to look it up i would Uh, like to see a visual of this kid yeah oh he looks how you think a kid from the uh mountain time zone named falcon would look yeah he uh, was from the mountain time zone (laughs) right he is uh he is a grateful alive and he they're interviewing the whole family, and the kid starts saying, what happened? They're asking him, like, Falcon, what happened? And he's like, well, uh, you know, my dad told me to hide upstairs and that pretend I was in the balloon so the news would come. Right, Dad? And the kid just totally outs his dad that it's a hoax on, like, Good Morning America. And it was just all a publicity hoax. That's the dad told his kid to hide. For a weather... Well, it fucking worked. I mean, I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. I bought a weather balloon. Dude, and that's <laughs> that's how I get around. I, you can take the Kyle's HOV like, lane I with the weather balloon. I put myself in the weather balloon, <laughs> yeah. and I pop myself anywhere. I show up to shows in my weather balloon. I mean, I put the HOV, I put the HOV in hover the way I take that thing around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, so I think I don't, I don't know why we're talking about Balloon Boy. Well, we were talking about hoaxes and internet trolling, oh, yeah, and internet yeah, yeah, shaming, yeah. and then I brought up Tam Mom. You brought up Balloon Boy. It all makes sense. Isn't it? it all makes sense. This that's is a, incredible. Your incredible recap. Has anyone yeah. pointed out <laughs> that Jay Z is all named after transportation stuff? Because it's the JMZ train, and then he's the Hove. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's kind of weird, right? Right. And the world comes crashing down. Oh, wait, wait. Down. And isn't, uh, and his first album was the B-162 that runs from Ridgewood down to Sorted Downtown That's Brooklyn. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, it. But it's not coming for 20 minutes. And the boys love Jay-Z. <laughs> All right, we got to get these games going and then get 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 going with the other words to start with G. Um, so we're going to play a game called uh, Character Card Head. Okay. So have, have, I know you played this, Kenny. I've I'm never not sure played you this. played this. I think it's a new one since you were on here. Uh, how wow, this works doing is, so many uh, new things really, without me. I know. The second you left, I was like, now time for the new games. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> doing me, doing so, that's so funny to be the person who's actually offended that a podcast developed a new game since they were last around. Oh, wow, sure. You yeah, just went okay, ahead no, and developed fine. some games without wow. me. That's fine. Wow, Makes so this, sense. this thing I'm not a part of is it has developed? Great. Mm. Great. Uh, so mm, what's going to happen is, interesting. is Kenny's going to draw a card out of this pile. This mm-hmm. is, these are characters all from TV. Is that right? Are these all TV? These are these are television characters Great. that our producer Rebecca has written down. Kenny has two minutes to ask us yes or no questions to discover who he is. 
Okay. So Kenny can grab this card. Well, I here. know these characters. If not, we'll have him grab another one. Maybe. Maybe. Right, so Kenny holds it up. Oh yeah, I know this one. Wait, what is that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Oh okay. yeah. Now I'm supposed to take these off. So and you now can you tell can take them. it off. You can put the card down. And so you can cover your ears, not your eyes. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's good. That's good, Kenny. All right, Kenny, Kenny, don't see me. Don't see. Don't see me hear this. I'm uh, covering okay, both. So okay, what do we need to do? So now I'm gonna whisper what it is. Kenny is Buffy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Buffy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. All right. So Kenny's back. He has two minutes to ask us yes or no questions. Did to you hear that? No. What character he is? You can put. The, you don't have to hold the card. Oh yeah. Uh, and so we just tell Kenny yes or no with okay. his questions. Um, okay. And so whenever you're ready, Kenny. You got two minutes. Okay. Uh, does this show, is this um, fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. Okay. Great yes or no question. <laughs> Could is be it? none. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fiction. Um, okay. Is it from after 2010? No. Is it from between 2000 and 2010? Part no. Of, part of it. Part of it. Yeah. So late 90s, yes. early 2000s? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Uh, is it a male lead or is it a male lead? No. Is, You're is asking a, who you are. Is it a female lead? Yes. yes. Okay. Right. Okay. But all right. That's um, okay. Uh, am I famous for things other than this? Yes. yes. Okay. But this is really your shining moment. Okay. Um, am I also, is the show I'm in also a movie? No. Mm, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, did, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, is it a mon? Is there like a, a monster yes. element? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Here, here's here's one. I think I'll have it. If if this uh, am I was I at one point like an it girl? Yes. Yes. Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> I love how the question that got it for you was was I at one point an it girl because that's... well it's a it's a lady that there's you're a one of the children yeah. you're one of the children killed by that clown in the TV series <laughs> wow that great was great job Kenny so you feel like you get the game you want to do one Greta no it's a very confusing challenging game that I simply <laughs> don't understand all right so it looks like Kenny's up again <laughs> <laughs> all right so go ahead and hold it up to your head okay. There you go. Uh, I've never seen this. <laughs> I like how I can also just hand I, this I know to who you the guys person and is. I don't need to hold it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Oh. I know nothing about this. Have I ever seen this? Maybe not. No, I don't either. Have you seen this? N- what do you think? Do we just go in? We're going to give you the other one. We're going to give you the other one. Well, yeah, we're going to be re- we're going to be really we'll save look at I'll it. Save, I'll save I'll save it. Save it in case this one's worse. Okay. <laughs> okay, this <laughs> Oh, wow. Will I get this one? I think so. I just want to let you guys know I don't have like a big sprawling like my repertoire is not in like cartoons. That's this is cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm just pu- pulling up some information here, uh, so I can have it. All right. Uh, so you're a character on a television show. You have two minutes to ask us yes or no questions. Okay. Find out who you are whenever okay. you're ready to start. This is going to be so funny. Am I a man or a woman? Yes. Man? No. Woman? Yes. Yes. Am 
Is this show from the 90s or the thousands? Thousands. 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 It's yes um, or no questions, by the oh, way. Oh, sorry. Am I still on air? No. No. Am I... Am I known for being really hot? The actress? Yeah. No, no I wouldn't say so. <laughs> sounds so mean. Um... Am I funny? I don't know. I don't know. It's either. not relevant to no, the character. No, yeah, it's not it isn't. It isn't relevant to the character. That won't help you at all. Am I based in reality? Yes. Um am I over the age of 30? I think so. Yes. Am I depressed? Not relevant. I haven't I haven't uh had that conversation <laughs> with this person. <laughs> yeah. Um Am I fuck? I'm I'm on a television show in the thousands that's been canceled. I'm a woman and I'm over the age uh, of thirty. I want to say that it was not canceled. It ran its course. Yeah, it ran its course. Um, it was the amount of episodes it was designed to be. Perfectly said. It's a mini series. That, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I didn't want you to have the wrong idea. Series. God, I I don't. This one's hard. This one is hard. Am I American? Yes. Yes. Am, am I? Am, do I have blonde hair? Uh, I think you, the actress, does, but I think you, the character, does not. Am I? Is it a biopic? It is a bio miniseries, not about you. A bio miniseries, not, not about, about me. Yeah. Am I Claire Danes playing Temple Grandin? No, I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> well, it was a miniseries of Claire Danes playing Temple uh, Grandin. No, no, no. You're am not I, the you're not the titular character. Am I on HBO? Uh, no. Yeah. Wait, wasn't it? No, I think it was on FX. It was on FX. It was on FX, okay. Oh god. Fuck. Am I am I still working? Like as the actress who Probably. played this, yeah. am I still working? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean this uh, all This definitely say, helped you. Yeah. You guys, I'm like I have no right. fucking so, idea. So we'll give you we kinda of hit our yes or no ending. We'll give you one I'll give you one clue. And I'll give you another one. Okay. Uh you you asked if you this uh it's a courtroom thing. Oh, Am I? Oh, uh, uh, what's her face? Who was from The Sopranos, right? When she was in the represented the was she the lawyer? Am I blanking on that? Am I being, the lawyer in what? Oh, Amy Falco? No. What the fuck? A this lawyer thing? Um, there was there was another there was another documentary about this. Uh, there was a documentary, case. an actual documentary about this event that came out the same year. Yeah. The, the 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 brothers that killed their people? No. No. Fuck, I don't know. All right. Uh you are uh All right, let's give her one more. One more hint? Yeah. Okay, it's the, the one of the most famous trials in American history. Yeah, some called the the, the documentary was called Made in America. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I don't I don't know that woman's name. Oh, okay. Elaborate <laughs> on who you are then. Tell describe who you are. I aren't I a prosecutor? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah. for what trial? I'm blanking on mm. the trial. <laughs> you are. But I am a prosecutor. Yes, you, you are, are a Marcia Clark, uh, the attorney from the O.J. Simpson trial. Great. We are thinking the People versus O.J. Simpson. And you can look at your other card. I didn't know what that was, but you were Jared Leto. You know what? <laughs> Sarah Paulson, I didn't even know, played... That character of People vs. OJ. I'm going to be honest with you. I never watched People vs. OJ, though I mm-hmm. heard it was great. Mm-hmm. 
and I probably should. Wasn't didn't David Schwimmer also mm-hmm. wasn't he in People versus mm-hmm. OJ? Yeah, but he kept trying to call it Band of Brothers. Did he play Rob Kardashian? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um <laughs> So here's the thing. These are deep fucking cuts. Um, <laughs> She's staring right at Rebecca. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Kenny's was... I'm just uh, saying, the, the other one was Jared Leto's character in My So-Called Life, which is great, great show. I think if there's if we're going to come up with a name for this game, because Card Character Head is a decent name, I think uh, 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 a very specific look inside our producer Rebecca's yes, brain, brain and her catalog of television is shows. Is definitely a better name. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, just, or a terrifying just be... peek into the mind of Rebecca. Why don't you just... <laughs> you Consider guys, for a really moment, dumb. you are Rebecca. I feel really dumb on this episode. I can't pronounce famous philosophers' names. I <laughs> Don't know Honestly, the most famous trial in this country. Obviously, you're speaking about O.J. Simpson. Um, I do want listeners to know I do read. Um, I do watch television. Yeah. As I was saying, I watch Castle Rock. Um, <laughs> I think it's an outlier for how good Kenny did. This is a tough game. And you Kenny's know Kenny's was Kenny's was the easiest one. Okay. This is, this is so <laughs> Alright, you have a chance to redeem yourself here with okay. our very our last game of Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad's describing having only watched a movie trailer and never having heard Great. of a movie. Uh so here we go. We didn't even tease it, did we? So this is all cold. Yeah. Okay. I think that's New York. They're describing this huge house, but it's just the two of them there. This one room is smaller than it's supposed to be. A lot of shots of this secret. Shots of the mom drinking wine in a bath. And the girl living in an empty living room. Are they just trapped in there now? (laughs) Criminals are making signs for the camera to see. Oh, I know what it is. And busting up their house. Quick shots chasing them around the house. There's fire. They're locked in. That seems to just be ambient noise here for 44 more seconds. (laughs) So we're going to cut that off. All right, Greta, you were the the first hand up. Was it Panic Room? It is Panic Room! (laughs) Yeah! I knew it when they said Big House in New York because I remember that pissed me off when I saw it. (laughs) That is a huge house. It's a huge house. And then there's a part where the daughter goes, this room should be bigger. And the guy's like, ah, smart girl. I think he says clever girl. It's Jurassic Park. They say clever girl. Kristen Stewart. (laughs) K-Stew. I like Panic Room a lot. K-Stew and Holly Hunter. Mm, That's a good movie. Right? Yeah, and Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Forrest Pop. And isn't Jared Leto also in that movie? Yeah, it's called, I think it's in My So-Called Life. Yeah. <laughs> it's called my so-called panic room. Uh, my, so- my so-called panic room. My AKA so-called my panic room. I just come in here and I panic. <laughs> this is my so-called panic room. It's also, uh, it's also known as my bedroom. Yes. <laughs> uh, Greta, thank you for having never seen West Wind. Oh my gosh! Thanks on for here. having thank me. You for your Such a treat. Such a pleasure. Let everyone know where to find you or what you got going. Yeah, follow me on Instagram at Gertie Bird. Listen to my podcast, The Worst. I'm gonna have both of you on it and also come and see my weekly show that I host with Blair Saki every Tuesday yeah. at Genghis Cohen here in Los Angeles and you can follow me on Twitter it's you know you never know what I'm gonna say because, you never know because I don't say much yeah 
Uh, great. And Kenny, thanks for coming back. And, My uh, pleasure, man. Thanks uh, for letting me be the president for a day. That was yeah. super tight. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We have a live show that will have already happened by the time this comes out, so it went great uh, in theory. <laughs> uh, and follow the show on Twitter and Instagram and all the rate and review. All the How podcasts end, this one will end like that as well. Starbands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.